0: Forget the, don't forget that don't touch your face, too. But that's the whole. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. We forgot that don't <clears throat> touch your face.
1: Yeah. Can't touch this. Don't, don't, don't. 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 Do. Can't touch this.
0: Oh,
2: Curtis. You could restore it
3: all. It's your-
1: Hi, welcome to Backup Central's Restore It All podcast. I'm your host, W. Curtis Preston, a.k.a. Mr. Backup, and I have with me remotely, digitally, and awesomely, Prasanna Maliandi. How's it going, Prasanna? Good, Curtis.
2: Good, good, good. Just uh, enjoy my shelter in place, I think, week four. I To be honest, I don't even know what day it is anymore.
1: Yeah, there's just this day, that day, the other day, things like that, yeah. It's the exactly. same thing, just a different um, day. We're supposed to get four days of nonstop rain here. Um, and we just, you know, as Southern Californians, we just don't know what to do with that. Uh, but <laughs> we, we also have a special guest with us. He also has been in the IT industry over 25 years. Uh, I asked him what he specialized in, and he said security, storage, virtualization, networking, cloud, even machine learning and artificial intelligence. And I was like, that's all of the things. Uh, He's written seven books on virtualization, started his own security company, currently exploring opportunities as well. And he is VCXI on Instagram, CXI on Twitter. Welcome to the podcast, Christopher Cusack. Thank you for having me. You're on for a very specific reason, as we will get to. You were super
2: excited when you're like, oh, I have someone perfect for this episode.
1: Yes, perfect for the times. And we will get to that in a minute. The really interesting thing about Christopher. Prasanna is, uh, you know, I mentioned his, we don't normally give people's Instagram accounts, but in your case, VCXI on Instagram, you have one of the most unique Instagram uh, feeds that I follow. You should probably describe what you do on Instagram.
0: Oh, a thing about Instagram, and specifically for me, is a lot of us travel in our our line of work. And I've, I've done a fair bit of travel myself between running large global organizations and the couple of years I spent in Afghanistan and time spent throughout Southwest Asia, the Middle East, and so on and so forth. But the point on all this is there are safety signs, signs and warnings and notifications and things like that that are all around us in the world, but all of us take for granted. None of us ever truly really see them, but I see them. I see them for what they really are, you know, whether whether it be the reality of what the sign actually says or the hyperbole that can be represented based upon that particular sign. And I would uh, find great joy in depicting and, you know, narrating some of those things. And then it's outside of that nature photos and stuff like that, because just like the signs, I like to capture the world around us that nobody sees or takes for granted. So, you know, the, the invisible that stands before us effectively.
1: Yeah. Like I said, a truly unique Instagram account
0: for what it's one. You, you have to dig back years to find, but this is something that I wasn't me making this up, but uh, inside of my hotel in Dubai, they had a little safety card for the hotel and it said, if, if fire attacked the fire, it literally said, attack the fire with a little, you know, image depiction that was showing them like, Oh my God, I can't make this stuff up. I mean, I'm good at making stuff up, but you know, what's better than making stuff up is depicting reality. And that's, that's a, a real fun section as well.
1: I've asked you on, you know, we're also Facebook friends and I've asked you, you have the Weirdest statements that you make on Facebook that are like, you know, tongue-in-cheek uh, little jokes, and there's so much of it. Uh, you know, I remember asking you one time, "Do you make this stuff up, or are you? Is there a pile of them that you're grabbing from?" And you said that you make most of them up yourself which is I I actually spend a
0: lot of time
1: and and often getting inspired
0: by certain things. People are like, you know, oh, you know, you're going to be a comedian. It's like, well, if I could develop a a set enough, otherwise I'll just continually trying to find inspiration for good comedy, hyperbole or something like that to share with the world. You got to understand one thing is I don't want any of my jokes to be too funny. I want them to be funny to like six people. Because only like six people get it. <laughs> and for those people to get it, it's like, it's amazing. Just one, I'll, I'll give one, one story on that very briefly is once upon a time, um, I had shared this one tweet that forced me to turn off notifications on Twitter for two months because every day, every, every six minutes I was getting a like or retweet to this one particular tweet. And I'm like, that's too much. I, I, I mean, it's not that funny. And it was, you know, um you know uh CoreOS? CoreOS yeah. was acquired by Red Hat. And at the time it was it was uh it was uh, uh Red Hat that was talking to their little Amazon device in their house, right? And mm-hmm. they're saying uh they're saying uh I, like Alex uh uh order me a box of Oreos and it responded back saying buying CoreOS and it was funny. It changed the way all the people at Red Hat and CoreOS thought of the pronunciation, officially at that point, as CoreOS. So it kind of ruined their lives, but also improved their that's lives. funny. But it was it was way too funny for that. I mean, it really should not have been that funny. Because some of my <laughs> other jokes can be absolutely spot on, and like nobody, nobody gets it at all, or just no one appreciates it. But that's okay. I mean, I, my, yeah. I'm not. I don't want everybody to, to get it or understand it. I'm in a very well, small then- group.
1: The other thing about your Facebook comments, you and I have had many, both serious and funny, conversations on Facebook, and we're we're, today we're going to talk about one of the serious ones. But it's really difficult to have an argument with you on Facebook because I can't tell if you're (laughs) serious or not. (laughs) You're so you're so like tongue in cheek. I have a good answer for that. What's that? If I'm
0: using all caps, it's hyperbole. It makes it real easy. So. In general, I tend to be I tend to be serious about things unless I'm, I'm intentionally being hyperbolic. And ninety nine percent of the time, all caps equals hyperbole. If there's just like a word capitalized, that's that's just emphasis. Right. You know, because I, I don't want to fight with anybody. I, and I'm ready to change my opinion, thought or philosophy based upon evidence that someone else can bring to the table. You know, but when you know, I don't want to argue just for the sake of arguing, you know.
1: So let's talk about why I actually invited you uh, for this particular podcast. We've been doing a series of podcasts on coronavirus, right? Since kind of the shelter-in-place thing happened. And we just felt it was, it seemed odd to just talk about the same old backup. Uh, And we we were about to maybe do something just on backup or, you know, backup related or something. Tech related. When... Yeah, when what we're going to call the masks for all announcement happened from the CDC. And it's something that you and I have discussed on Facebook quite a bit. The, The guidance for a long time was, hey, masks don't help you from getting sick. They help you from getting other people sick. And so you really don't need to wear a mask unless you're sick. And now the guidance has been, hey, it'd be really helpful if everybody wears a mask. And you've been pushing it for a while.
0: Uh, absolutely. For, well, you, you've got to understand a little bit of context and background on this as well. So, I've been following this particular um, viral challenge that we're facing in the world since mid December, mm-hmm. not mid January. I've been following this problem since mid December, and then started to actually see it get out into the regular press, the regular, the regular world of things. And so, like uh, when we consider the the first acted enacted shelter in place was uh, twenty four January. In a lot of people feel uh, Wuhan uh, enacted a shelter in place, <coughs> full, full quarantine that affected Wuhan, right? Mm-hmm. 11 million people is how the press looks at it. But it actually became an almost immediate shelter in place for Hubei province, so about 33 million people. But within, within less than 24 hours, all of the other provinces and provincial areas, counties, as well as villages also enacted a we're blocking our roads. We're not allowing anyone in or out shelter in place of about 1.5 billion people effectively all went into a direct shelter in place where all the principles of good management and uh, practices started being enacted by people such as you know, No one goes out to wear a mask out in public and eventually things came down at a higher level of this is the stuff that you need to do but what was being done from that capacity uh, so if you treat it as 24 January is when shelter in place and when they basically closed out of a full-on hardened shelter model to uh, to where they're actually sending kids back to school and well uh, they're sending workers back to uh, warehouses and factories and stuff along those lines 51 days end to end. So I consider basically you look at a minimum 51 day end to end approach from day 0. We here in the Americas are at day negative 1 and every day we're still at day negative 1 because um so long as people have the freedom of movement we still have a bit of a challenge. And because we have that challenge because um Disclaimer is I'm nonpartisan, non-dependent. So I'm fact-based and I worked upon things that I can actually work from. <clears throat> what was that? Non-dependent? Non, non-partisan. Non- I live in the state of Oregon. The state of Oregon has an independent party. Independent party makes decisions. I'm not par- affiliated with a group that makes decisions on behalf of others. I make my decisions and I, I don't simply do what they said. You know, oh, we we all got together and said you should vote this way or you should act that way. I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Nope. That's not why, that's why I'm not a member of the other parties because I, I go and I do my research. I go and I, you know, take those type Mm -hmm. of the, you know, that, that, that level of effort I put into things, but it was very, let's say very frustrating and disturbing when we had, uh, the, the rhetoric that was coming out of the world health organization for quite some time, such as don't, don't bother worrying about masks and, don't don't bother worrying about, you know, uh, you, you don't need to, uh, to restrict travel. They pushed that for quite some time. They pushed the masks don't work. That's where I started kind of sharing and publicizing the anti-masker movement. It's actually kind of bad uh, because they uh, I find that one group uh, instigated throughout this whole thing was the Washington Post. Uh, the Washington Post in February had put something out that says masks don't work uh don't bother trying to do masks i think it was it was february 3rd they put out a thing that said masks don't work so this is a a widely, relatively respected news agency that's independent that typically does research and journalism and what have you and they cited some people saying don't bother doing masks don't work uh take some vitamin c i can find you the articles well because i'm like oh my god no, i remember yeah
1: i remember you quoting that yeah
0: the reason I found that article is because on the 1st of April, uh, the Washington post thing about masks are important. Everybody needs to be wearing masks. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this an April fool's joke? I mean, it just happened to be working from a timing standpoint because it wasn't just, you know, two months ago. You're like, don't, don't even bother. You know, just do a little vitamin C don't masks aren't going to work. Don't even bother trying to wear something like that in public. And the move, the, the approach on masks has changed full circle in the last seven days, in the last seven days, but in the last seven to eight days, everyone has moved on to this. Oh my God, everyone's going to be wearing masks. The concern is around a sneeze. Um, It's a 27 foot rule. Like if you're concerned around a sneeze, it's 27 feet. (laughs) But when it comes to uh, the virus falling and shedding and what have you, that was the general rules for other viral type outbreaks. However, a group out of Japan, I think Japan and South Korea, Specifically, found the coronavirus, the, the the active virus that we're dealing with at this moment, um, actually lives as microparticles that will float around in the air for over a half an hour plus. So they've actually tested this and validated to, to find those particles still floating. So the primary first set of article uh, particles will drop to the floor, but the rest of them will still be floating around. And that makes that area infectious and contagious for quite some time.
1: Let me ask you a question. Isn't the problem that this was slash, well, I guess at this point was a completely unknown virus. And so we don't know what its characteristics are until some of that stuff comes out like that, that study that came out that talked about it being, um, uh, I think that they called it the aerosol effect. Um, and so, and so they picked the best thing they have.
0: Yes and no. So I want want to address that. What you're saying is absolutely spot on. There there are there may be or there are or may be characteristics of this virus that we don't know about yet. So we have to do that research and collect some evidence on it. Right. That that is absolutely a, a solid spot on take. So here's here's my challenge with that. The there I've I've been reading in, you know, Reese, you know, stuff that shows up in the news lately, like, hey, we just discovered that this thing can live on surfaces for up to X days. So you'll find you'll find uh, stuff like that that came out in the March and April time frame that they just discovered that can live on surfaces or lives in an aerosolized method that uh, that that carries around in the air and what have you. They're they're acting. I mean, I mean, I guess they are. They they have just discovered this information. That was widely known and accepted throughout Asia in early January. I have a question on that, about the Asia one, right? Um,
2: is it, though, the fact that Asia has experiences in the past, especially with SARS and MERS, right, where they are more cautious, they're aware of these sort of needs for face masks and other things, and so they just kind of go to that Not necessarily the extreme, but take precautions quickly because of the population and how they've been affected versus a U.S. where we haven't necessarily had that same experience.
0: Peeling a lot of that stuff from the the onion back is... There, there's one thing of like, hey, these are the these are the patterns and practices we've done in the past, but then there's the direct learnings that they gained in the uh, December January timeframe that were shared in, in relatively widely with the the general uh, medical populace because I mean and I certainly was able to pick up on and and collect this information and see what the things they were talking about, dated that was coming out of Taiwan, that was coming out of out of China, and and uh, and th- th- this was even before South Korea was in the picture. So what I've I've found is a lot of research and findings that have actually come out of China. Uh, that have come out of Taiwan, and even even a number of information that was coming out of studies uh, uh, of the UK and the Lancet, all of this information that had been collected, that that have been like, wow, this is information that we now actively know about this virus. When it made its way to the Americas, they're like, no, we don't believe anything that didn't come from us. The World Health Organization, the CDC, and Surgeon General are saying masks don't matter. So why do we even bother? They downplayed a lot of what was coming out actively downplaying on a regular basis as recent as even within the last few weeks, Mm -hmm. the surgeon general literally has come out and said masks don't work. Don't. And then completely changed that. Even today it was like, yeah, you should should wear a mask. I mean, if you make it out of a t-shirt, you should totally wear it.
2: So, so that's a question for you. I guess another question, right? I know there's a broad range of masks that are available, right? Everything from the N95, which are supposed to be used by like health workers and other healthcare Mm -hmm. workers, and then there's like you said, things out of uh, like t-shirts, right? What are people supposed to be wearing? I guess, and what are like what is really helpful in this situation,
0: when you look at masks in general, and and the uh, there have been a number of people who have been driving some very successful stuff around the masks for all campaign and what have you. But when, if when we when we peel it back a little bit, we look at just because there will be groups that say, you know, masks is not going to stop the virus. It's and the key is it's not to it's it's not a, a panacea that's going to solve all things. Right? If you're not wearing a completely fully shielded, you know, hyperbolic chamber type thing, you're going to be possibly vulnerable to stuff. However, like we were discuss- discussing earlier, you want to try and stop the big particles and small particles as you can. So if everyone was wearing a mask, I'm, I'm going to remove the word mask. If everyone had a barrier, so when they were talking, when they were coughing and when they're sneezing, but even if we remove those and just go on co- on talking alone, um, one infected person talking in a closed area with the the, the vapor from their breath can infect others. Yeah. So I've, if we, if, yep, I read so about ahead. like
2: the super spreaders and how like there are these people who just end up infecting so many people and they don't even realize that.
0: Well, and that's the, and, and it's, it's, and it's the whole asymptomatic nature of, of this virus, which is a, a little, Harder for for people to uh, work with, because if you that's that's actually one of the that brings us to the old typhoid Mary type things, right, Mm -hmm. is you may never have symptoms. You may have it and then you may clear it out of your system, but could go forth and infect lots and lots and lots of people. Exactly. Exactly.
2: I think traditionally people have thought of mass as protecting themselves from being infected, but in this case, it really is mass are to protect the rest of society because you may not show any symptoms and you may be carrying something, and it's to protect the rest of society from whatever it is you might have.
0: Exactly, and that, that well, that's what brings to and that was the the findings out of the two thousand nine study uh, after H one N one and various flu uh, uh, that would pass throughout uh, Asia. And those, this particular study is people were wearing it to. To uh, protect themselves from spreading to others and not necessarily to keep themselves from getting sick, because any type of barrier like that is not necessarily going to keep you from getting sick, especially when you consider most sickness often gets spread around by touching surfaces or touching currency. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't this is if any if people learned only one thing out of some of the education I've been providing for them is the flu, the standard common flu that kills many thousands of people every year, you know, like 50, 60,000 here in the U.S. alone. Um, it will live on currency for up to 17 days. And most people didn't know that mm.
1: they didn't know that at all. If the thinking is that the mask helps you from getting other people sick versus the, the opposite of that. Was it so crazy for them to say, to say just that, which is basically what the CDC said, you know, a few months ago? If that's if that's the case, if that's the still the belief,
0: they have widely reversed their decision, their, their 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 guidance on that, as recent as. To to the point where the Surgeon General is coming out officially saying it as, as today.
1: They reversed their position of saying everybody should wear a mask. They haven't reversed their position on why. As far as I understand, the thinking still is wearing a mask mainly prevents you from getting other people sick if you're sick. And, and and what they're saying now is enough people are sick that everyone should wear masks or, or you should just assume that you're sick.
0: The, that the key is everyone should assume that they're sick or carrying. So one of the reasons I've found that uh, that they were originally promoting that people should not be getting masks is – and here, here was the reason that was being given, often by doctors and other medical professionals and major organizations. Um, people uh, will – they'll wear them wrong or they'll mess it up, so don't even bother. So, and I'm going to peel that back a little bit. The first thing they had said is people should be washing their hands. And then they started doing PSAs around how to wash your hands. And why? Because it's been found that people wash their hands wrong, like really, really wrong. <laughs> people are, have been really bad about washing their hands for a really long time. So they started these, hey, public service announcements, here's how you wash your hands. And if at the same time, they were to do the same kind of thing of like, here's how to actually wear a mask. But what they what I have been seeing now, you know, within within the past several, you know, several days to a week is they've been saying people should be wearing a mask, maintaining social distance, washing your hands. Here's how to wash your hands. Here's how to wear a mask. Here's how you should care for and treat your masks. So that's actually been coming up more and more.
1: But how do you how do you how do you put out a PSA for how to you know do mask stuff i just a giant catch all there when the the masks are all a bunch of ghetto pieces of garbage
0: but a lot of different groups have been putting out these psa's around how how to treat masks so Mm -hmm. it's a a lot of good data finally a lot of good data finally has been coming out to where suddenly it's like wow people can learn yeah if you teach them they can learn so so at this point if people if everyone's wearing masks and they're maintaining their mask in the appropriate way they're washing their hands they're maintaining levels of social distancing it'll make a bit of a difference and and then and, and mind you if we retract full quarantines in place it won't it, it it'll make a a bit more of a difference but it it'll still be pretty significant um, however what i've been seeing out in the world is Uh, Every day I'm seeing more and more people wearing masks compared to the prior day and be it be it, you know, a full on medical type masks n 95 or I've seen guys walking down the street wearing, you know, gas masks or to the point of where people are wearing very thin, very light bandanas. Hey, that's still better than nothing. You know, putting a, a newspaper in front of your face and coughing into it was was a better approach than what it was prior to that point but I've been seeing it grow on an uptick standpoint on a daily basis. When I would be out traveling, I would actually be sharing the, like, ah, I'm seeing more masks. Here's how many people
1: I see masks. Over here. It was an overnight change. Once the, um, once the, cause San Diego County went all masks, uh, before, all, masks all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, well, yeah. they went to all Matt. They went to required all masks. If you work, if you work with the public, and strongly suggest that all masks, if you're a member of the public and like overnight it flipped because it, it, it was the, uh, the opposite, right? It it was like one out of a hundred people might wear a mask and suddenly it's, you know, 10 out of a hundred might not be wearing a mask at this point. And you're considered weird now, if you don't wear a mask, right? The U S being what it is, the, you know, we're not just the U S just the way we are structured We're much more about states and local authorities than we are about the federal government in such a situation. And like even in California. So San Diego, uh, I just described what they are. Riverside County, uh, for example, is all masks all the time. And it's a thousand dollars if you get caught in public without a mask um that's all the-
0: guidance from los angeles because they had kicked out the all masks all the time and you'll be fined if you're if you're found not wearing one so I, i'm not sure which one came first but i i had seen uh, the la county had established probably
1: that. yeah and what, what what's the guidance in in your area at this point
0: e. Have, uh, we still don't want to say shelter in place. They, they're very choosy about the words. So they're very afraid. And then they have to, like, oh, well, don't, don't do that, you know, but then they, but they have no level of enforcement. And, um, it's, it, uh, fortunately, people have started to, because it officially came down from the CDC, all the hashtag woke people are starting to follow the guidance that they've been given because they were f- trusting the guidance they were given prior to that point. So, I mean, it's, uh, People are they 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 follow they follow the rules, whether the rules are right or wrong. The least we can do is adopt some things that we on the ground can do. Washing hands, wearing masks when we go out in public, Um, you know, uh, shedding layers when we happen to go out in public. Uh, I'm a big fan of this one. If you have an IP67 or higher phone, you know, iPhone 7 plus and greater and most Android phones, wash it with soap and water. Don't use a, you know, a handy wipe or something like that, because that's not actually truly cleaning it because. Most people have never actually cleaned their foam. People have never cleaned surfaces, especially for something that can live on metal surfaces for 30 plus days. Something which we have yet to fully acknowledge as a a country that that's actually a thing as well. Um, Again, to the point of discarding the findings that have been coming out of other places. So it's frustrating, you know, but if I if we would have our say. Uh, wear masks, you know, maintain an appropriate level of social distancing and, you know, don't try and congregate in large groups like going to the beach or <laughs> going to a religious service uh, this Sunday for Easter because religious service is allowed in 11 of 14 states. Today, still to this present in the Americas.
1: Ah, I knew that this discussion would not be a happy one. I, I think it's, less happy than i anticipated
2: but important nonetheless
1: yeah agreed so so maybe maybe we're not so far apart in terms of it sounds actually like you you do think that mainly the purpose of the mask is to prevent spread from an infected person uh but i guess what you're saying is because of this particular virus you because you can be infected and and therefore contagious without you can be asymptomatic and we've known that since january or maybe even before then basically you should just assume you're sick and and limit going out and if you're going out wear a mask just in case you're sick does that does that sound about right no that's that's that is spot on that
0: of the most important part that for people going out they if you're going out you should be it doesn't matter what you're going to do you should be wearing a mask whether just in case you happen to be a spreader at that point, you know, because you want to, to the point what you're saying, if you're wearing a mask, will it stop? Will it stop you from getting infected? No, no, no. And there's some really good studies on that of how, how much no that happens to be. Um, if you're wearing an N95 mask, will it make it so you can't get infected? No, you can still be infected with an N95 mask. I mean, that, that is, that's, it's, it's bad, especially considering all the medical workers, they can still be infected even with that mask. Uh, it it drops down significantly. Like, you know, one's going to get through. Hey, it only takes one sometimes to get through. Um, but the, yeah, the, you want to be a good social citizen who's minimizing the spread that's going to go and affect other people. People and surfaces, kind of a, a, the important part is you want to minimize your the possibility
1: of spread to people and surfaces. I think it's the surfaces that we're not paying enough attention to, right, when we go out in public. Uh,
0: or, I don't know. Actually, a lot of a lot. Why do you think we ran out of um, all the wipes? Uh, you couldn't buy uh, t- uh, paper towels. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you couldn't buy bleach and stuff like that. I, the people immediately started going and bleaching down surfaces. Um, I've, I found that some uh, fast food restaurants are like, nope, no more trays. This is before this is in February. They're like, we've eliminated trays because it could be seen as a spread. Here's the, the, the real sad part. You know, all masks aside is we don't know how to treat this. We are trying lots of things and, you know, and, and good. Let's try, let's try lots of things. Let's, let's find some way to actually treat it because some people get well, some people get sick again, some people pass, you know, it's like, Oh, they're old. What about the young people? Oh, there aren't any young people except for the young people.
1: (laughs) The best thing we can do right now is the social distancing, which we already know about the hand-washing, which we already know about the surface cleansing that we already know about and masks for all, which we already know about. So, you know, I'll just, we could talk about this forever and, Mm -hmm. um, I think basically that's that's what I'm getting out of the conversations with you, is that if if you are a listener of this podcast, Christopher, did I misstate anything there? Is there any sort of final guidance that you would give to anyone who's listening?
0: Uh, In addition to the the social distancing is minimize public gatherings. And you might be like, yeah, but we're social distancing. They're like, no, don't go to large group crowds, even if everyone stays six feet apart if you can help it because people have to walk past people and, and trying to get the first person at the furthest part out to move. So you can move is going to increase the chances. Uh, I, two days ago, I saw a pickup baseball game. Um, what also at the same time, a, a playground filled with kids and parents. So, uh, yeah, that's two days ago. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also minimize like, Really minimize your trip. Uh, You know, again, our culture is, I need, I need a cup of sugar. I'm going to the store for a cup of sugar, and then tomorrow I'm going to go to the store for some milk, and then the next day I'm going to go store for some toilet paper. Minimize your trips, your quote unquote required trips. Minimize those as well. And it doesn't need. I know everybody wants to go to the store, but it doesn't need to be a family outing. It's not an excuse to get out of the house. It's a, it's a risky operation. That that you have to make, and you should minimize your spread as much as possible.
0: It's worth the the effort that a number of stores have have just recently enacted, where they minimize the amount of people they allow into the store at a time. So where people are standing in line,
1: it's that's happening down here.
0: Yeah, that's increased the chance of people not going out unnecessarily because they don't want to go stand in line. So that that's a, you know hats off to the stores for doing that at least. You know that that that's going to make a
1: big difference, honestly. Right. Right. Persona, you have any final thoughts?
2: No, I think we keep adding to our list of things people should do. I know when we first started covering coronavirus, it was just wash your hands. So I'm glad that we're learning something new each time and passing it along to our listeners.
0: Don't forget the don't touch your face, too. But that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: We forgot the don't (laughs) touch your face. Yeah. Can't touch this. Don't, 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 don't. Don't, don't. Can't touch this. Oh, Curtis. All right well Christopher, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much, Christopher <laughs> and uh, uh, thank you to everyone for listening and make sure to subscribe so that you can restore it all
3: There was a file but I deleted it To bad your backup system isn't worth a Find a needed your backup. You had a chance to fix it, instead it's all jacked up. See how I'll write on Facebook about you. Don't underestimate the things that I will do. There was a file, but I deleted it. Too bad your backup system isn't worth the space. No.